Welcome to this episode of Northwest Passages, a segment featuring passages from books or poetry with the pine sense of the Pacific Northwest. I'm your host and producer, Douglas Fur, and today we'll be starting a new series on the book The Island's Call, a time travel adventure by squim author Sandy Frickholm. The main character is Gino, a modern-day astrology writer and fortune teller from Seattle. On a trip to the Italian coast to celebrate his 25th birthday, he goes missing. And that's just part of the story. And we're honored to have the author, Sandy Frickholm, read her passage from The Island's Call. Marco handed Gino the binoculars. She called you twice already. Why do you think she's not interested in you? Marco grinned and elbowed him in the ribs. Gino refocused the binoculars on the sunny green headland to the north, then slowly followed the coastline until Priano came into view, dotted with houses right up to the cliff's edge. She's just worried about something and had some questions about my cat. Gino tried not to read too much into Sarah's calls. She's following our route on a map and wanted to know where we're going next. You see? Marco tapped Gino's chest. She's following you even from across the world. She must be in love with you. I wish it was true, but I doubt it. Where are we headed? Look, you see Capri on the left and the tiny bits closer? They are the Sirens Islands. Gino's imagination danced with images of the Greeks who had sailed these same waters in ancient times. Siranusa, Gino glanced at the sun. Do we have time to go around them? Marco shrugged. Sure, then we'll anchor off Priano. See there? A round tower rose near the top of a cliff. They had sailed past dozens like it, part of the system of protection from Saracen raiders in the Middle Ages. The ground floor gleamed with fresh stucco and white paint, though. Through the binoculars, Gino could see a couple of tiny figures at the base of the tower. Gino focused again on the little islands, called Ligali on the modern maps, rising out of the sea as they drew nearer. A square tower topped the largest island, and the villa that his guidebook claimed had belonged to a famous dancer named Rudolf Nureyev. Marco steered around the south side of the island, and the two smaller islands came into view. Shallower water in the center shimmered like an aquamarine gemstone. Can you hear the singing yet? Very funny, Gino called back over his shoulder. Seabirds screeched along the cliffs. Help me with the sail and I'll motor in closer. Gino thought about his Madame Serena and snapped a couple of photos with his cell phone for Sarah. She had asked him yesterday to call her from the Amalfi Coast. He'd call tomorrow morning when it was evening in Seattle. Can't we sail into the center? There are a couple of motorboats in there now. It has a strong current. That is a graveyard of ships. Maybe Homer knew the danger and made a story of the sirens to keep sailors safe. Gino looked into the clear shallows. I don't see any ships. The current moved them away a long time ago. Big ships don't pass so close now. The shipping traffic going in and out of Naples stayed far out in open water. A sightseeing boat came around the islands and revved its engines headed toward Capri. I want to swim in there. Marco rolled his eyes but nodded. Remember the current? They had drifted near the small island called La Rotonda. Gino stripped to his speedo and dove in. I'll swim to the cliff, he thought, glad for calm water. The island rose steeply with no beach at all. 
He swam 50 yards or so, about half the distance, and turned onto his back for a look. The sky and sea met in a hazy white rope of light. Marco stood watching him with the binoculars, and Gino thought he waved, but the sun sinking behind Marco made it hard to see. He rolled lazily in the water and began to kick again when he heard a clear, sweet tone drifting across the water. The wind? The light breeze wasn't strong enough to make the sound. As he swam toward the cliff wall of La Rotonda, the note faded in and out, and Gino paused again, listening for the source. Just a few yards from the cliff, swimming into the turquoise shallows, a splash startled him, and he choked on a mouthful of seawater. With a hard shake of his head, his dripping hair flew back. A long, dark line on the seafloor brought to mind a mast. A shipwreck? Gino! Marco's voice rippled across the water. Gino turned as the boat slid around La Rotonda and out of sight. Touch the island so you can tell Sarah you did, Gino told himself, feeling a little spooked, and then get back to the boat. The sun almost touched the horizon now. He closed the distance with four strong strokes, and the rough cliff scraped his arm. As he gripped the rock and took a deep breath, the tone sounded deep and vibrant, closer but still elusive. Beneath him, the sea floor glowed like a light through a window, some strange reflection of the setting sun, and he dipped his face in to see if the source was clearer underwater. A sudden, cold current pulled at his legs, and the reflection winked off, then on, off, and on a little faster. His hand lost the cliff wall. He felt himself moving toward the larger island. He flailed for the surface, but couldn't feel or see it. The current twisted him like he was circling a drain, dragging him across the shallows and into deeper water. His lungs burned, and he let out air bubbles, but couldn't see which direction they went. A constant ringing in his ears could be the tone, but might be water pressure, though he'd never heard such a thing before when he swam. The reflection flashed again, almost like a strobe in the dark water, and the pull dragged him down. He had to get a breath, but still couldn't find his way up. Then the water and the current and the sound all faded to black. You just heard a passage from The Island's Call, read by author and Squim resident Sandy Frickle. You can learn more about her, this book, and some of her other published works by visiting her website, www.sandyfrickholm.com. You can hear episodes of Northwest Passages on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. and again on Thursdays at 10 a.m. right here on KSQM. Northwest Passages is a KSQM Studios production.